0: How's it going? This is Vinny back with Red Zone DFS to break down Saturday's slate for college football this week in a rivalry week, uh, which is bittersweet. Uh, We should get some amazing games here on this slate this weekend, but that means we are winding down the college football season. So uh, let's get it in. Let's make money while we can. And hopefully everyone had a good week last week. Um, Hopefully you guys played some Bijan Robinson, like I called out uh, as my favorite play on the slate. Uh, I know it was a little bit of cherry picking because he was very expensive and it's pretty obvious, but he smashed in uh, absolutely a, oh man, just nuked the whole slate. Uh, so hopefully you had some of him. And if you were like me, you won a little bit. So good week. Let's bounce back and uh, build on that. I think this Saturday slate has some interesting games on here. I'm going to be a little bit contrarian, hopefully, and kind of play what I think, you know, some of the sheep might do this week, which is... Um, I think you're going to see a lot of people go to some of the big games, right? Like the big name teams, the big matchups I'm talking, um, you know, you're going to see Michigan, Ohio state, you're going to see people go to Alabama, Auburn, uh, you're going to see people go to these games that, you know, they're watching, uh, because they want to have some stake in it. And whereas I think there's something to that, like there are some plays in each of these games you can go to, they're not going to be my main stacks. Um. You know, rivalry week is tough, right? Like, uh, honestly, uh, you can get a good idea where these teams are. But when it's rivalry week and you have some teams that are really bad going against a team, which is their Super Bowl for the entire year, you kind of got to throw some stuff out the window. Uh, anything can happen. We've seen it a million times before. Every single year, rivalry teams that are worse knock off their, their rival um, and ruin their season. So um, I don't think this weekend's going to be any different. Um, you know, we've got some pretty obvious games that I think teams should roll, but I don't know, man. I, I, it's very interesting, but without further, uh, rambling, I'm going to just jump right to my plays of the slate and the weekend of who I like on this morning at main slate. So top of the list I have here is Utah, uh, cam rising, which seems like he's in his 15th year of college football. I think this could be kind of his uh, major last swan song, if you shall. Um, We've seen him have some massive, massive games in the past, Um, you know, go upwards of 30 plus DraftKings points. He's done it this season before. I think this could be the spot versus Colorado. Utah is trying to, you know, still make their pitch to get into a big bowl game. Um, and, And I think they could absolutely trounce Colorado here. They should. Um, Colorado is one of the worst defenses in the country cam rising at 8,800. We've seen him have both slate upside passing as well as running. If you get a little bit of like a bone Bo Nix type game out of him, uh, this thing could get out of control fast. Um, the only challenge with it is also Utah could eat on the ground, but I'm going to roll the dice here in a few lineups. I like cam rising up top 8,800 is my favorite pay up quarterback here. Um, Nix, Bryce Young. They're going to be somewhat in my player pool, um, but they're going to be more one-offs for me, naked options. I'm going to splash them into some lineups, but they're not going to be a core play of mine this week. Um, Just because it's tough to pair them with guys at that price point, they really got to have ceiling games. And I just don't know quite in these rival games that that happens. So again, that's how I'm playing this slate. If you play Bo Nix, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, again, can't go wrong at all. I mean, they're three of the best players in college football, but for me, um, I just think there's some other spots we can exploit like Utah in a matchup where they should put up 50, 60 points this weekend. So Cam Rising, 8,800. You got Dalton Kincaid and Vele both at 6,600. Pretty reasonable pairing options for him. Moving on down, Western Kentucky. Uh, This is an offense that is a spread offense. They are going to throw the football and get after it. Austin Reed is perfect for this offense. He threw the ball 55 times last week versus Auburn. They should have an easier matchup this week uh, versus FAU. Um, I like Austin Reed here to smash uh, this weekend. You've got uh, clear options with Malachi Corley at 7,300 and Daywood Davis at 59. Um, I think it's a really good spot for Western Kentucky. They will be in my core stacks this week. Moving down a little bit, Oklahoma State. Uh, Similar to the Utah call, I think, one, it's a good matchup versus West Virginia who can't stop anybody. We saw that last week with Kansas State. Um, Spencer Sanders, his career is starting to wind down. I think he's going to want to put up one or two more monster games, obviously, before um, he wraps things up there uh, for Oklahoma State. So he he bounced back. He threw the ball 67 times last week versus Oklahoma, which is just freaking crazy. Uh, I don't know if we quite see that. But then again, Oklahoma State doesn't quite have a running game right now. So if West Virginia can keep up here, maybe we see something similar. Um, but last week, yeah, I mean, he threw four interceptions, still put up 22 DraftKings points, which just shows you if he can eliminate some of those mistakes and flip some of those touchdowns or I'm sorry, picks to touchdowns, we're rolling. Um, so I'm going to go back to Spencer Sanders. I like these guys kind of in some of their final games, um, trying to put up, you know, one or la one last who So Brandon Johnson, 6,400, Brennan Presley, 6,200, the two main options I'm going to be stacking, uh, Sanders with this weekend. Purdue, Aiden O'Connell, uh, I they just don't price him up no matter what he does. Uh, he is in a great spot this week versus Indiana that we targeted last week. Hopefully you tailed that call as well. They can't stop anybody on defense. Michigan State, we even played against them, uh, and, and Peyton Thorne paid off. So um, Aiden O'Connell, um, 6,700 with Charlie Jones at 78, I think is in a really good spot here, again, versus an Indiana team who can't stop anybody. So I like that matchup quite a bit. Uh, Purdue's running back also is questionable, Uh, Devin Mockaby. So if he doesn't play, I mean, King Daru, Downing, like these guys don't really do much for me. So I like the passing attack if I'm going to go that way uh, and continue to pick on uh, Indiana. Going down, I like the other side of that game of Oklahoma State we talked about, West Virginia. Garrett Green has been a breath of fresh air It's too bad this kid hasn't been playing all year because he is very good. 6,800, he's gone completely nuts the last two games. Let me just pull this up here. Um, Yeah, this offense has come alive. I mean, he has put up, let's see, 28 and 36 DraftKings points versus Oklahoma and Kansas State. You get Oklahoma State now, which has a terrible defense, especially through uh, through the air. So I like this game. It's probably one of my favorites as far as points score total. Um, I think they have the highest total on the slate, if I'm not mistaken. So Garrett Green at 6,800 is a really good play, in my opinion. One of my favorite plays uh, this Saturday. Um, Brandon Ford Wheaton at 6,500 is somebody you can look to stack him with if you want to go there. Sam James at 6K is also an option. Um, and then you've got Caden Prother, who's out, uh, or at least he was out last week. We don't have word if he's going to play. If he does play at 5,100, he's a good option that you could pair with him as well. But – Probably just Ford, Wheaton, and James uh, if you're going to go the Garrett Green route. So um, that's kind of my top stacks this week. Uh, Another team that I am going to have a few splashes of is – what's it called? Uh, James Madison. Jeez, I totally forgot there who they even were. Uh, James Madison, they play Coastal Carolina, who has – you know, they're a really good team, but they haven't looked the same, obviously, Um, since Grant McCall, uh, Grayson McCall went down earlier this season. Um, The quarterback here, Todd Centurio, 5,800 and Chris Thornton, his main weapon at 62 have been going kind of ballistic the last two weeks. Um, Again, this is kind of one of those matchups I was talking about. Nobody's going to be watching this football game. Uh, It's on the same time as Ohio state, Michigan. I think it's the forgotten game. Most casuals are going to want to play guys that are in the games they are watching. Right. So, I'm going to take some of these sneakier matchups here and try to exploit that with the West Virginia, Oklahoma State and the James Madison in the morning. And then as we get into the afternoon, obviously, there's some other areas you can go to. So with that kind of wrapping a bow on everything again, I mentioned speaking of no pun attendance, Bo Nix, 9,700. I'll have a little bit of but he just wasn't healthy last week. Oregon State's uh, not a pushover. They are a a pretty good football team. They're tough. Um, I just don't see a ceiling from Bone Nix here. So that's why I'm kind of off of him. But Bryce Young, I have a little bit of interest in. It's just tough to pair him with anybody like we talked about all season um, versus a bad Auburn defense. So but again, can Auburn get hyped up? Um, You know, we know there's some coaches there that would like to throw their hat in the ringer to be the guy next. Um, Cadillac Williams mainly being the guy. So what better way to throw your hat in the ringer to beat Alabama and ruin their season who uh, now has an outside chance to get back into the playoff. So I don't know, just kind of a weird spot for Alabama here, but they are at home. Bryce Young's never a bad play. And then the last note is in terms of quarterbacks and stacks. um, I'm not chasing Spencer Rattler this weekend. You're free to do so. Uh, What he did versus Tennessee was absolutely insane uh, nobody predicted it. I don't care. Go back and look at every college football DFS show. There is no one thought he was going to put up those kind of numbers. I just don't think that happens again. Um, I think that was just lightning in a pan. Freaking Tennessee just had the nuclear meltdown uh, last weekend. So I don't know. I, I'm not going to chase it. I think South Carolina going to Clemson's a tough matchup for them. Clemson's another team that has an outside shot at the playoff. They're going to be strapped up and ready to go here. And they're obviously on notice seeing what they did to Tennessee last week, South Carolina. So they're going to be ready to roll. Uh, I'm just not chasing the Rattler chalk here or Rattler kind of game from last week. I don't know how chalky he'll be, but um, moving on to running backs. Actually, real quick, uh wanted to mention we have Black Friday coming up. We have Cyber Monday coming up after the holiday here. Thanksgiving uh, support for this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Uh, don't forget, with our promo code Zone Twenty, you can get twenty percent off plus free shipping on top of maybe whatever else they're offering here for Black Friday uh, and Cyber Monday. So, if you're looking for some early Christmas gifts, if you're looking just to kind of spruce up for the holidays, they've got the best razors, the best trimmers, they've got the best fragrances, lotions, sprays—you name it, they do it all. It's the best place to get male grooming products, hands down. So again, promo code zone 20 at manscape.com. If you're looking to get something for the family, friends, colleagues, whatever, for the holidays, uh, get in while you can. Um, on to running backs. So, man, it is a weird week with running backs. Um Go go! Pull up DraftKings. Every one of them pretty much has a Q tag next to them. So we're gonna. This is gonna come down to the wire here on who is gonna be available to play. Um, I would really like. I think Blake Corum's gonna be very contrarian this week. One with the Q tag, two with the matchup uh, versus Ohio State, which makes me like him a little bit here. Um, if he's up, and I mean he's gonna give it a go. Like there's no way he doesn't. Uh, if you know anything about this rivalry, like this is literally means just as much to these teams, almost as a national championship. These guys absolutely hate each other. Um, Blake Coram has a chance to, you know, cement what is just an amazing, remarkable season. I'm going to take a few shots on him. I don't know if I can like lock him in hundred percent here um, just because I don't know how bad that injury is as well as a tough matchup versus Ohio state. But if he's good to rock and roll and he's healthy, let's just say, we know what Michigan's going to try and do, and that's run him 30, 40 times that they can, control the clock, control this game, beat Ohio State up, and that's how they're going to win this game. Like, that's Michigan's recipe. So, um, I let, you know, the fact that uh, you have Blake Quorum's backup as well, uh, Donovan Edwards is, is got a questionable tag. He didn't play last week, so he's not healthy. So Blake Quorum's a go. Um, Who knows what kind of secret sauce they're going to give him before the game, but I'm going to throw some shots this way. Uh, That's kind of my little rant on Blake Corum. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on him, which makes me want to take some shots. Um, Going down a little bit, Jameer Gibbs. I just don't think they need him this week. Um, I don't know if he's going to play. I don't really know what the deal is here with him. Um, But if he misses, Jace McClellan uh, becomes an amazing play on this slate. He is down there at 4,900. So kind of looping all the way down to the bottom of my player pool. Uh, but keep an eye on that one. I just don't know if Gibbs, what the deal is, and if he's raring to go. So um, I'm off the Ohio State uh, running backs this week. Michigan's just too tough uh, in the front seven, which leads me to Mo Ibrahim. Uh, probably my favorite running back on the slate. He gets a Wisconsin team that's just beaten and battered. Uh, they're not terrible, but Ibrahim's been kind of back to what we we know of him. Um, 36 38 draftkings points the last two weeks 36 and 39 carries the last two weeks he's doing that versus Iowa and northwestern like this dude's just a monster so I'm gonna go to Ibrahim as much as I can this weekend like I said probably my favorite running back on this slate um if you go down a little bit I have some interest in will Shipley at 6700. Uh, Chris Rodriguez at 6,200. I think this is a good matchup for him. He's had some tough ones the last two weeks. Um, So I think this is a good spot for him to kind of break it back out. Tavion Thomas, 6,100 for Utah. I mentioned him as he is my one concern as to why Cam Rising doesn't get home uh, as far as ceiling game. So I'm going to have him in some hedge stacks for sure. Nick Singleton at 5,700. I just wish Penn State would give this guy the ball 25 times a game. Like what could be – he, he just finds a way to score. Last week, he took a kick return to the house. Like, the guy is so explosive. Like, you know, any game that he plays in, he is two, three touchdown upside. So I'll keep throwing darts at him for sure. And then Damian Martinez at 5,200 uh, is someone that I have some interest in versus Oregon. Um, similar game script. That's how Oregon State wants to beat Oregon control the clock, control the game, punch him in the mouth. Damian Martinez has been very good this season. And I'm going to go back to him again here this week. Um, in terms of one-off receivers, I didn't talk about CJ Stroud Stratt- a little bit, just because again, that price tag, we need him to get going and get like ceiling game. And I just don't see it versus Michigan. However, I will get to Marvin Harrison as much as I can, just because he might be the best receiver in the country. And you just don't fade that guy. Uh, if you can get there Hutchinson at 8k, always in play. We talked about Charlie Jones and Corley Ford Wheaton, Braden Johnson, Brendan Presley, Man, all these guys are part of my stacks pretty much and who I'm going to be playing on the receiver side of the house. Uh, Jalen Noel at 4,800 is a guy I have a little bit of interest in for Idaho, or I'm sorry, Iowa State. Uh, he's been getting about 10, 12 DraftKings points a game. He's getting involved into the offense because teams are just trying to stop Xavier Hutchinson as much as they can. So he is in play very much at 4,800 versus a TCU defense that is susceptible. And then Brenton Strange at 4,600. He's another guy I have a little bit of interest in. Uh, The news came out this week that uh, uh, Parker Washington is going to miss the season, uh, the the remainder of the season. So that kind of bumps everybody up in this offense. They play Michigan State, who, again, can't really stop anyone. But we know Penn State wants to run the ball. So he's not like a core play of mine or anything. But um, I like Brenton Strange at 4,600. I think Tinsley at 61 is a little too rich for my blood. But you can go to Strange, you could go to Lambert Smith and take some shots on these guys down here because they're just going to have to get more involved in this offense for Penn State. Uh, that kind of does it, guys. So that's where I'm rolling. Again, top stacks for me, Utah, Western Kentucky, Oklahoma State, Purdue, West Virginia, and James Madison for me. Uh, don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe here on YouTube or the podcast. Please drop us a five-star review if you are on podcast. Helps us a ton stick around uh for our next video we should be coming out with uh a few more nfl slate uh reviews coming up here we are going to try to break down the thanksgiving three gamer as well as the main slate this sunday um and yeah good luck this weekend let's make it a good one since we only have a few of these left until next time